0: what's shaking youtube nights? welcome to lord's the box presents the cover price comic book shakers of the week for the week of march 9th 2023 i hope you guys are all hanging out having a good old time um to celebrate uh women's month let's keep on let's keep the party started with uh some more dj lady style shall we as you as you guys congregate
1: Drop it like it's hot, hot. drop it's hot, it like it's hot, drop it like it's hot, when the pigs try to get at you. Park it like it's hot, park it like it's hot, park it like it's hot, hot. It like get an attitude, pop it like it's hot. hot, pop it like it's hot, pop it like it's hot. hot. i got the rollie go, 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 on go, go, and I'm pouring Sean the cause go, I got go, it going go, 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 on. Go shawty, it's your birthday, we gon' party like it's your birthday, go shawty. It's shiver, we're going party like it's shiver, do go, shove it, it's shiver, we gon' party like it's shiver, get your damn hands up, get your damn hands up, your damn hands up, get your damn hands up, don't get your damn hands up, the don't get your damn hands The baddest on the microphone apparatus is here. When I rock a rhyme, often eyes are dropping a tear. It's so beautiful, it's America's landscapes when this man makes lyrics like the syrups that you pour upon your pancakes. My mandate is to grip minds like a handshake. Spit Orlando Lakes and go skinny dip with the fan base. Over any damn breakbeat, I hastily make pastries tastier than anything that Wolfgang makes. So take notes out of suckers, I make coats, lump of some, like Bubba Gump, fishing on lake boats. I take jokes and turn the comedy into drama I'm bagging on your mama I'm Jeffrey Dahmer behind you I'm a rhyme writer Lock, stock, smoking the ganja Rebuttals befuddle, Leaving a puddle of saliva, sillies You couldn't handle Randall When I throw my grammar at you It hit your head and you would think I threw a hammer at you I point the camera at you like Herb Ritz Develop it, then use the pictures To pick up bird shits You're nervous is the impervious wordsmiths Hanging out in Rafa's new crib Come with the verses yeah. Yeah.
0: Ask and you shall receive. Somebody asked for some uh, random park because it's Freestyle
2: Friday. So what are you going to do? Laura, say
0: what's good to people.
2: That just completely got me in the mood. Listening to all that music, I'm like, chill now. Uh, Hi, guys. Welcome on in. I say this a lot, but this week is fantastic for the shakers. There's a lot to talk about.
0: Yeah, speaking of chill, my man JB with the silky, silky smooth stylings.
3: Oh man, how crazy. you doing, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Shakers List, and remember, we're looking for comments. We want you to comment your favorite cover on this show when it's over to be entered into next week's drawing, and make sure you commented on Tuesday's show to be entered into tonight's drawing because we are giving away books today. Make sure you stick around for that. That's right. Once again, this show is
0: sponsored by our friends over at price guide, uh, cover <laughs> Go to your price guides, collections and trends uh, for your uh, uh, top 10 lists. We do every Tuesday, at 6. PM and the Shakers list, which do every Thursday, at 6. PM. If you are catching on rewind, say Alexa, play Lords of the long box podcast on Spotify. Also proudly sponsored by our friends over at bird city comics. You just code up LOTLB to get 50% off anything in the bird city comics store. And, uh, this drops Friday, boys and girls. Boom. What can you tell us about Aurora?
2: So, we actually held back on releasing the Green Ranger cuz it's a set. We have a green and a blue for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number 106 and 107 by Carlos da Daltalio. Sure, why
0: not? Sure. Yeah. All right. And what anyway, about this one?
2: Yeah, that's the other one. That's 107. We are selling them individually or as a set and I sound biased, but this is phenomenal artwork. Carlos did such a good job. It's very, very well done. Master right. level.
0: So, uh, JB, you're in charge of the giveaways. We're giving away this set on Tuesday show, right? They have to the comment on Thursday, this show, right? Correct. You got it. All right. And then we're going to give away something on this week's show after we do over this, uh, this, t- this tent list of 10.
3: Correct. And I shipped out that Secret Wars issue 7 today. To the oh, I, I still owe a viewer a comic, so yeah. uh,
0: yeah, but uh, I you think know I'm what? Caught up. I, I should out were... all
3: my stuff, I'm on top I of it. I'm that. gonna <laughs> give away something late.
0: What's oh, there we go. You're That's a T something that was just That's option recently. <laughs> no, anyway, uh, this this is uh comes from our friends at Cover Price focusing on new sale, our new high sales, one of the most interesting sales found in their exclusive daily shakers list. This list changes several times every day. So make sure you see uh check in every day to see some of the hottest trending books on the market after this. Tim, we're gonna see what's shaking today, boys and girls. There's one on here that I'm kind of biased to, but let's get right to it. What do we have for the first one? They're they're not in any numerical order or alphabetical, so.
2: There you go. There's one I'm biased to, also. I wonder if we have the same one. All right, let's kick it off with Amazing Spider Man Presents Black Cat Number no. One, the J. Scott Campbell 1 and 50 from Marvel 2010. J. Scott Campbell is arguably the quintessential modern black cat artist. A CGC 9.8 copy of this Amazing Spider Man Presents Black Cat Number no. One one in 100, sold for a record price of $2,050 this week. Released in 2010, this was the comic that turned Campbell into the world-renowned cover artist he is today, not to mention his love affair with Felicia Hardy. This book is exceptionally rare, with only 37 copies on the CGC census, 24 of which are graded 9.8. This was not a heavily ordered book by retailers, with Comicron.com estimating total orders of less than 25000 Comicron. Yeah, that. The trend (laughs) of collectors seeking out (laughs) rare books by top artists continues to strengthen week after week. While there may be volatility in the prices of these books, there are so few of them we expect to see them settle into personal collections and then disappear from the market, at least for a while. So
0: there, there you go. You don't know, I mean, 1 in 50s nowadays are pretty common, especially with the proliferation of online stores. Um yeah. but in 2010, there weren't many online stores. I mean, Phantom Comics maybe, or there was a couple. Uh, obviously, uh what is it? anotheruniverse.com, dynamicforces.com, I mean, but in one, you know, Kerry's Comics wasn't even around back then, you know, uh, in 2010. So, a 1 in 50 in 2010 is is, you know, Nowadays it's like can't sneeze, you know, can't even go to, you know, your LCS know, at least has three or four one fifty of whatever books that come out for that particular week. You know what I'm saying? So uh, but you know, Jay's got artists love drawing them some uh some black cat, right? I don't know what it is, man. Beautiful.
2: There's another one that's the Amanda Connor cover. I think I own that one. I don't own this, but
0: I have the first appearance of Black Cat signed by Kevin Smith. No Which shit. is the most random thing ever? What? Um, yeah. Why? Because Kevin Smith actually did a uh, he did a um, a he did a Black Cat run. Um, and so he, he was doing mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's I'm pretty sure it's Black Cat. What is ASM one ninety four? That's first instance Black Cat, right? I'm trying to think. Mm. I, my brain is fried. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, somebody sure. will correct me in the live chat. they love to. Yeah, All right. <laughs> Spider-Man, pre- Amazing Spider-Man presents Black Cat. Jesus Camp, on one in 50 from 2010. Holy cow. Two thousand dollars and 9.8. Uh, this is, you know, where are you going to find a one in 50, you know, uh, from 2010? But yeah. All right. Let's get on to this. Wouldn't be a sugar show with some type of uh, Archie book, right?
3: Well, you got to love these, right? Come on. Next up on the list, we've got Archie Comics issue number 52 from 1951. Now, Betty and Veronica flexed their collective muscle a few days ago when this CGC 9.2 Archie classic rose in the final moments to an eye-popping $1,902 after 51 bids. Now, this book has so much going for it. Archie's 1950s fashionable good girls in a classic rivalry illustrated by Sam Schwartz, the First appearance of a running and reused on multiple covers innocent innuendo gag you know the archie is my form filled out all right perfect (laughs) now let's talk about condition a cgc 9.2 near mint minus from september of 1951 come on man this little slice of I don't even want to say that this little slice of help nostalgia. him out. Help him out, Laura. How do you say how does he say it? FM... Come on, Laura. You're you're, you're oh, ephemera. This little slice of ephemera is yeah. now 71 years old and looks brand new. And not only is it the highest graded out of 24 total blue labels, it's not even close. The next best is a CGC 7.0. So this blowout sale was for a genuine treasure, and it didn't surprise me one iota. Yeah, I mean, this has two things going forward.
0: Um, three things. I mean, two things. All right. All right. first, it's a nine point two, which is high grade. It's from nineteen fifty one, which is really old, and it's Archie comic. I mean, people didn't take Archie comics seriously back then. You know, you know, they would read them, fold them up, do whatever. They didn't know what to do with them, and you know, you know, quietly, I would say, since the pandemic. Uh, I don't recall any, inu- I mean, I'm pretty sure there's collectors out there that collect the, the, inu- these kind of innuendo kind of uh, Archie oh, books yeah. that there are, but you know, I, you know, I, I would like say, the cherry
3: ones, right. Come on. Yeah. I would say like, mm-hmm. you know,
0: from, since the pandemic, they've been exponentially getting more and more sales to, to round out. Cause I think, you know, with the proliferation of, you know, people on, 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 on talking about them on Instagram and maybe Twitter and, yeah. and, youtube maybe us talking about it so arch comics number 52 from 1951 9.2 so for 1902
2: bonards all right if i can interject for a quick second this is also tam schwartz or sam schwartz which i think that's important to mention because he was the main artist on jughead
0: oh Right. The big brains right. on Brenda, right on. All right. I mean, for, <laughs>
2: for the artwork here, like if you're a Sam Schwartz collector, this is one that you definitely want to have, especially since with Jughead, if you've read any of his interviews, he identified with that character. So he drew him really well.
0: But I, I think also Archer Comics have a certain aesthetic to where artists ha- have to draw them similarly. A similar you know what i mean right because you know they have a they have a they have a, a aesthetic about them they always look the same right so you know you have to kind of stick with it you know well, do you, do you I mean, think
3: the fact that this is the first time that this little gag innuendo was used and it became a running joke also adds to its even you know, the popularity that's come on cool. kids
0: were kids were a lot more innocent back in 1951 really they didn't really but i think the the guys who were writing you were like look, look what i'm gonna do with this so, ah, right and, you know kids and parents were like oh, they don't understand and dad was like uh little jimmy when you're done with that let me check out that comic there bro. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, this is one of my regret books i have um there's not many i regret this is one of them
2: All right. I think a lot of people probably feel that way. Edge of Spider-Verse number two. This is the Greg Land 1 in 25. I think most people out there are hunting for the Robbie Rodriguez, but this is the Greg Land from 2014. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is one of the most anticipated films of the year. While there will be a ton of new and returning spider characters, one of the biggest stars of the movie is Spider-Gwen, a.k.a. Ghost Spider. No one really took the character seriously when she was introduced in this issue, but somehow she has become a very popular and beloved character with readers and cosplayers alike. This book was such a hit, it went on to be reprinted seven times, with the last two printings being labeled as number zero. The comic bug even got into the act by creating a store variant, which is now considered a fifth printing and is highly collectible. But nothing beats the first printing variant, and this week saw an incredible raw sale of $2,200 oh. on March 7th. Does that sting, TiVo?
0: It burns. It burns <laughs> the nostrils. <laughs>
2: it was the second highest raw sale that we've recorded. It's pretty absurd to think that a character name named with the first name of her secret identity would have any lasting power. But here we are almost a decade later, and it's still going strong. Sorry,
0: buddy. I bought this off the shelf oh, for man. probably, I don't know, $15, 20 $30. Uh, got it signed by Greg oh, Land. 9.8, right? <gasps> and I sold it for 2000 like a
2: few hey. years ago.
3: But well, what'd you do with you the two grand? Did you buy a car or something? Like you've been driving around this comic book for the last 10 years. <laughs> yeah. No, I sold <laughs> my first appearance of Shang-Chi
0: for my new, for my BMW. That's uh, right. good, uh, yeah. For uh, yeah.
3: sold my first appearance of Shang-Chi
0: for the down payment on my BMW. Um, But yeah, uh, that was uh flexing, by the way. Um, Yeah. Major. This one. Yeah. This one still hurts. The highest known value in this is upward of 10,000.
3: Wow. Crazy. Wow.
0: Crazy. Um, you know, and the trailer looks absolutely bonkers. You know, the team that's actually uh, the animation studio behind this is doing the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Mm. Yeah. Things people have watched that you should check out is the new. Where's Teenage our Mutant. intro bumper?
3: We need this. I intro still don't bumper. have an intro Man. bumper.
0: Somebody Come hasn't done on, one yet. But things Jack. that people have watched that you should watch and our, the haters are already coming out for it because, you know, ap- apparently they made April O'Neil. A person of color, big whoop do, doo And all the, and the, and the teen, the, the turtles themselves actually sound like young teenagers. They don't sound like, you know, grown-ass men, you know, they, and the animation style is, you can tell that it was done by that team that did uh, Into the Multi, uh, Into the Spider-Verse. It has that same kind of stilo. So I look forward to seeing it. So uh, there you go. Wait, Another, where are you reading
2: this? That they changed April's ethnicity?
0: Uh, it's in the trailer. They they show it. She I, I think watch. she's she's like uh she's like uh like African American somewhere along those lines. You know people are getting all you know people trust me. Tell somebody the sky is blue and they will argue with you. It's just this is the way things are. Well, but you Ariel's African American now too, man. Come on. Yeah, so is Tinkerbell. Do, so is yeah. Tinkerbell. Come on, man. <laughs> Yeah, what they do, they're made up characters, man. Give it a break, man. But Edge Spider Verse number two, Greg Land, one in 25. And I got another uh, segment for later on of things that I've watched that you
3: should watch too. Um, Oscar. So there's the things that you watched that we shouldn't watch (laughs) that you watched for us. Dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun. i haven't then then watched uh, anything in a
0: while and but
3: uh <laughs> I, there's I mean the I, things you watch that we actually should watch exactly which is a different because i
0: think okay. they should be i think they should be celebrated you know what i'm saying okay. i mean you know sometimes i'll take one for the team and i'll watch something really crappy but uh like i saw creed i thought it was okay it was it wasn't like the you know the all-time best but you know it was kind of like follows the formula of, of rocky films you know but uh you know but he Jonathan, wasn't in it exactly he
3: uh Sylvester Stallone uh, executive produced it which is the uh, first time he's not appeared in any of these films the dude is like 85 years
0: old man how many more movies he He was actually good he can't uh, sit in the corner and spit in the bucket come on but he was good in Samaritan if you haven't seen that oh my god I just did it again things that people watch that you should check out is (laughs) Samaritan I think it's on Amazon Prime where uh Sylvester Stallone plays an aging superhero that this kid finds out. So check out Samaritan. There you go. That's two now. You're gonna get three in this segment, by the way. But anyway, let's get. We're getting out the rails here. Uh, Edge of Spider Verse number two, the Greg Land one in twenty-five, two thousand fourteen. It's recently sold on March seventh for two thousand two hundred dollars. Not even a nine point eight. It was a raw near nine zero to nine point four. Just shoot me now. All right, what do we got up next?
3: all right check this This thing out holy moly and if anybody has this i want proof of life all right this right now is my favorite cover and i would definitely be commenting this if i wanted to enter into the giveaway next tuesday which you do so make sure you comment your favorite cover next up five color comics issue number one the bruce tim cover originally published in 2013 from art of fiction Now, in 2012, this short-lived comic magazine was created to showcase all new original characters and art by some of the greatest names in comics and animation industries. Now, Diamond's blurb on the series noted that it was 48 pages of action, adventure, with pirates and zombies and jungle girls and even a giant ape. When we say it was short-lived, though, it was really short-lived. as Issue two, it was canceled due to low retail reorders. Now, it still provided us with this crazy Bruce Tim cover, which right now is in high demand with collectors tracking down some of his harder-to-find, like-this-magazine work. Now, this week, it hit a new high sale of $300 for a raw copy, double that of all the other sales that we found just a month ago. What do you guys think of this one?
0: This is nuts. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> I mean uh, Bruce Tim doing like good girl Jungle you know girl This is
3: bondage
0: this is yeah. well, a Nazi she's about to get branded this, by yeah. a Nazi this, this I mean this is are not something you at, Are we kidding
2: at once right There's yeah. like a
0: million different people Like Not something show. you typically associate with Bruce Tim right uh, You know as uh, you don't when I say Bruce Tim, you don't think of like, when I say Alex Hughes or J. Scott Campbell or, or Adam Hughes, you immediately think, oh yeah, they draw women really well. But then, you know, Bruce Tim drawing, you know, I think anytime I think Bruce Tim, I think DC co- cartoons. I'm sorry, but that's just the way it is. But five color comics issue number one, Bruce Tim, the art of uh, fiction. <laughs> What's the over under on T Bow's must Well, too late. I already told you there's going to be three tonight. So, all right. All five right. color comics uh, issue number one from Bruce Tim night from 2013, uh, Raw Dog for $300. Um, this is, I need to for life, uh, proof of life on this one.
2: Yeah. I don't know how I ended up with this. I think JB planned it. So I might have to. Read this one. Uh, Red, Red Shetland, number 10, from Graphics Press in 1996. Red Shetland, the She Mare with a Sword, is a comic book series written and illustrated by <laughs> creator Jim Grote. Initially, it was a verbal parody of Red Sonja between Jim and artist Richard Conkle. They enjoyed the concept so much, they decided to publish it for fun throughout several years when Richard could find time to work on it during his busy military career. Red Shetland was described as five feet of hormonal rage and has a prominent role in the furry community appearing even on furry muck, which is the oldest anthropomorphic muck. A muck is an online text-based role playing game accessible through telnet.
1: The last two issues
2: (laughs) number 10 and 11 are very difficult to find and are highly sought after by anthropomorphic furry comic collectors. And yes, it's a thing. I don't know how I feel about this. I know, right? That's how I feel. Over the past several years, number 11 has sold for raw prices ranging in mid-grade from $200 to $700. This week, number 10 joins number 11's high market price with an all-time high of $200 raw. And I got nothing here. You guys weigh in.
0: i mean. just look at the luscious mane on the horse lady wearing a bikini. I I, I don't know what else to say, but it's <laughs> it's the furry community. Hey man, shout out to you guys for flying your freak flag high, man. Because this is uh, as as weird as it gets right here. Red Shetland, and there was like some dude. They sat around. They were definitely getting high. And they're like, dude. So you know that Red Sonia chick, right? Let's make her a horse. You know, like hormonal. the bronies you
2: probably love yeah. this. The bronies are yeah. a big thing.
0: Uh-huh. yeah but furries that that's 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 a, that's a whole new thing right there uh those don't merge together uh, yeah <laughs> remember we're not to like this until jb tells the chat that there are over 100 people in the live chat and only 10, and only thumbs, 10 up. thumbs up yeah there's only there's 106 in the live chat where are all the likes man if
3: we want to get yeah, stuff no, away yeah man. It, it's all coming on the rewind the rewind is where the likes come man the yeah, rewind so, is uh, taken care
2: of man, if you have this live chat well they
3: from saying <laughs>
0: Yeah, so uh, Red Shetland number ten from Graphics Graph Express from nineteen ninety six raw dog. So for two hundred dollars, some uh, furry fan f- fanatic bought this. Uh, more power to you, people, man. Come on, if you're gonna, it's it's two thousand and twenty three. If you want to be freaky with it, get freaky with it. As long as you're not hurting anybody, hey man, be, you do you, boo. You know what I mean? Collect I, what you
2: love, right?
0: Yeah, um, even if it's. Uh, a very, very interesting horse with a beautiful mane of hair. Oh, wow. Okay.
3: All right. Uh, let's go uh, back down to earth a little bit, shall we? Yeah, this one's a great story. Are you guys ready for this one? You, you might remember. We've done this a couple months ago, but we're going to revisit this one. Smallville Season 11, issue number one, the second printing, originally published in 2012 from D.C., Now we covered this rare second print in August when ungraded copies were reaching new highs of 150 bucks. Yet this week's massive new high sale of a thousand dollars for a CGC 9.8 is worthy of revisiting. To recap CW Smallville ran from 2001 to 2011 and gave birth to the entire DC TV universe. Its success spun into series like Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirls, etc. However, it was Smallville that created the longest-running Clark Kent, played by Tom Welling, showcasing his journey toward becoming Superman. As we frequently note, nostalgia is a massive driver of collectibles right now, and Smallville has the benefit of being visible for several generations. Now, the series was fantastic and fondly remembered. Like many popular TV series, Smallville, ended with Clark donning the classic Superman suit, leaving us wanting more. Well, we got it. This comic series picks up where that left off, delivering what could have been season issue season 11. Now, if you're a fan of that series, this is a must read. When it comes to our hard to find books, this second print by Gary Frank is one of them. The print run is impossible to find, which typically means it's less than 800, as sites like Comicron usually track sales at and above that number. While difficult to find, this is a fantastic treasure hunt book to look for while hunting in the wild as it flies under the radar for most retailers. It's out there, man, somewhere. Keep digging in them long boxes
0: how like there's been recent news about Greg Berlanti saying that um he's no longer going to be doing the and and I think you know the flash is coming to an end arrow ended and you know I don't know what happened to legends tomorrow but there was a while there where I think if those shows were to come out nowadays at this heightened heightened state of speculation and first appearance grabbing and stuff things of that nature I remember like the flash show Probably affected the comic book market the most with its yeah, villains that they would would appear right. You know, um, you know, you know, Reverse Flash, Negative Flash, whatever Flash. But I think if would have came out now, I mean, I still think Grant Austin is that Grant Austin. Grant Goss. I always say his name wrong. Is a great, great Flash. And the um, the Crisis of Infinite Earths uh, crossover that they did was pretty damn good. Um, it you know featured all the Arrowverse characters and everything, and even showed Ezra Miller. In a scene with the flash so i mean it goes full circle when they did this crisis on infinite earths kind of crossover thing but uh yeah but uh, this is but this is smallville's way back then and then before even that do you guys remember birds of prey tv show that came on like uh fuck, i want to say wb or something like that you guys remember that mm-hmm. no yeah so it was birds of, it was a birds of prey and uh if at the very beginning it just showed like it showed like silhouettes of Batman and the Joker, and then uh, and, and it was one of those weird things. It was a syndication that came on Saturday afternoon, it was like 4 or 5 p.m. kind of like Mutant X, that horrible TV show that they did. Uh, but anyway, uh, Smallville season 11, number one, second printing, a thousand dollars for 9.8. See, nostalgia buy right there. All right, this one is uh, very interesting as well. Ugh.
2: Yeah. Star Wars Rebel Heist number two. This is the Adam Hughes Virgin sketch. It's a one in 40 from Dark Horse that came out in 2014. Adam Hughes has been popular for years, but especially recently for his Catwoman covers. He has a specific style, one that works well with the pinup covers of his favorite heroines. Heck, even Princess Leia got the Hughes treatment, which brings us to this book. Star Wars Rebel Heist was a mini-series that kind of got lost in the shuffle, but it did bring us some glorious Hughes covers, including this Virgin Sketch variant. With an odd ratio of 1 in 40, it was and remains tough to get as hardly as any retailers made the move and ordered 40 copies. The aftermarket remains pretty slim on this book as well, as it had no notable first appearances or events. But oh, the rare Hughes cover is enough to entice many, including one fan who recently forked over $400 for a reported no-grade raw copy. That tops its last high sale of $350 for a reported raw 9.0 copy back in 2020. Market movement for this book is slow, as it rarely comes up for sale. We only have eight in our sales database. But when it does, it typically gets picked up for a premium as some fans are determined to add these Hughes variants to their collection.
0: Yeah. One in 40 is definitely a rarity back then. A rarity. Now yeah. i mean, one in 40, 40 is- dark horse. Get
2: out. It might have a weird ratio, but not dark horse. Yeah.
0: But I, oh, I dig the, the Adam Hughes sketch that did the likeness of Carrie Fisher. Rest in peace, Carrie Fisher, Uh Disney make her uh, an official Disney princess. Now, what are you waiting for? You know what I'm saying? So uh yeah, Star Wars Rebel Heist number two, the Adam Hughes Virgin sketch variant, one in forty. It's good. Um, it's not you know, since ever since the Mandalorian came on, um, that the Dark Horse comics have gotten uh, renewed interest. People have been, you know, seeking them out, you know. you know, we speaking on our top ten Whoa. show every now and then, you know, these kind of rather weird oh. first appearances that pop Look up every this. now. And then.
2: Thank you. Wow. This is a
3: rare
0: uh, thank occurrence. you, Cal Thank you for the $10 super chat. Uh, I don't have anything Shout special, but Cal- uh Bell. appreciate your support, man. Uh so Star Wars Rebel Heist number two, one in 40, 400 dollars for a raw dog. Oh man, here's something that I uh this is a ghost too.
2: This is the oh wait, no, this isn't the one. Never mind. I thought this was the one I was gonna be upset about, but never mind. <laughs> All right.
3: Next so. up, we've got Ultimate Spider-Man issue number one, the white. Variant originally published in 2000. This is it, man. The book that started it all. The Ultimate's universe that is the Ultimate's universe was a brand new idea to modernize Marvel Comics and bring a new generation of collectors into the fold. All the favorites got a turn, including the X Men, Fantastic Four, and of course, Spider Man. This book marks the debut of the run and iteration of the character, and fans loved it. Many still do, as one lucky collector was able to secure a very rare variant of issue number one. Recently, a fan had reset the market for this book after securing a CGC 9.8 copy for a sound 800 bucks, a new high sale from its previous high of 528 back in early 2022. Now, issue number one received multiple variants and several rare variants, but one at the top of many collectors lists is this white variant due to its sheer scarcity. There was only an estimated 3,800 to 4,000 produced and distributed as retailer incentive as a retailer incentive variant for the print runs of the day. That's quite low considering the run for a cover a of issue one, was three hundred and fifty four thousand securing a high copy is a whole other problem too as those white covers can be incredibly tough to keep in good shape uh to secure a cgc 9.8 but keep an eye out as they're still occasionally found out in the wild with raw copies often going for sub 200 if they can even be found I, I remember the Ultimates universe came out and I was buying them up like cra- they were the
0: hottest books on the market for Marvel. Uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, because there was tons of, I guess you can call them rehash first appearances because they kind of reimagined uh, the heroes. Uh, right. Ultimate X-Men also, also as well. Um, the Ultimates was also a great run. And I would uh, argue that Ultimates Hawkeye is one of the most badass characters ever. He's more akin to Bullseye than he is to <laughs> Hawkeye. Anything that you- he holds
3: becomes a weapon uh,
2: jb are you reading liger's comment is that what i am at? i've loved the do. chat
3: man come on you know what that's <laughs> the beauty of being in the live show for everybody who's watching on the rewind and i know we get a tremendous crowd shout out to everybody who watches on the rewind as i pander to you right now make sure you watch with the chat on because <laughs> our chat is the best on who youtube did the co- they're who did fantastic the cover on this was it ba-
0: bagley because i know bagley did a lot of the ultimate spider-man stuff but uh yeah, that's a, a, that is a long ass foot. Uh, that, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it yeah. Looks but like a Yeah, it is. When, yeah. It like a yeah, salami. <laughs> like a salami. Now I'm hungry, man. I do the show before I eat, so uh, don't ever bring up food. Come on, now.
3: Yeah. All right. Totally
0: Ultimate Spider-Man issue number one, the white cover from October 10, 2000. Uh, I think this is uh, the book that uh, 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 Laura was talking about.
2: Yeah, this is. This is the one that I like, think stings for me. Um, yeah. Okay. Vampirella number three, the incredible Jenny Frizen Virgin, limited to 25. This came out in 2014. Hard to believe, but this cover by Jenny Frizen came out nearly a decade ago. This entire series of early ish Frisian vampies have been steadily increasing in value. And last Sunday, this real rarity came out of the woodwork like you cannot find these. I have been trying to find one. An addition of only 25 copies, this book is one of the rarest frizzing covers out there. And is considered as one of the best virgin slash full art covers ever. Now, all that said, here are a couple more things to think about. Number one, even the trade dress cover of this book is tough and high grade. When I started collecting this series, maybe five years ago or so, it was challenging to find a copy that hadn't been in long box purgatory. Evidence of this is in the CGC census with four to five blue label 9.8s present. That's despite the small army of Frizen collectors actively collecting this book and grading what they can. Number two, with a couple of 2020 raw sales of this version at 139 and 255 the $422 sale of one of two 9.8s seems a touch low it's a stinking ghost. What may have impacted this particular sale is, of course, the shaky overall market. Even the time of day, the auction closed, 3 p.m. Pacific. But also, if you look closely at the picture, there are at least three significant indents slash color breaks on the spine. CGC may have put their thumb on the scale for this rarity, as sometimes happens. My prediction is that when things calm down and maybe the other 9.8 version does pop up in one to twenty years, there will be fireworks well above the 400 dollars range. This is the this best Vampy cover like ever.
0: This is nuts that it's a uh, limited to only 25 copies. In- to right? This it's crazy.
2: It's amazing. Uh,
0: yeah, but like I said, it's you got Jenny Frizon or Jenny Frizzon, excuse me, doing Friesen. Vampirella. Um, yeah. yeah, her hair does kind of defy, uh, defy gravity, but I think it's because she's laying down. It's just a perspective of somebody taking a picture of her laying down from the top.
2: She's in a liquid, yeah. It's just yeah. sitting on top of the pool of blood.
0: Yeah, so Vampirella number three, the Jenny Frizen Jenny variant, Virgin, limited to 25 from Dynamite. All right, for those who okay. follow my Instagram know that uh, I show this book once a year, and it's during a certain time right after uh, Christmas uh or excuse me right after halloween and uh and i absolutely love it
3: yeah this is the last one on the list and before we get to it come on let's get some thumbs up in the chat folks hit the thumbs up last book witchblade issue number 161 originally published hmm this
2: says 2012
3: i'm <laughs> that says 1995 it's 1995, 1995. All right, originally published in 1995 from Image. Nah, now, John Tyler Christopher's negative space covers continue to be highly sought after by fans. The artist recently announced negative variants featuring Emma Frost and Psylocke. And his first negative cover belongs to Amazing Spider-Man 679.1. that I was dumb when they did that. Yeah, was is when it came out. Is 2012? All right, is 2012. Uh, Witchblade number 161 from 2012. Uh, His second and most in-demand negative cover is this one right here. It's a hard-to-find Witchblade cover, and it's not even a variant. This beauty featuring the character Evangelina is the standard cover with a variant showing her not in negative space and without her face paint. It shows no sign of slowing as prices reach higher and higher, th- like this week's new high sale of $139 for a near mint raw. I don't get my slabbed. Um, you know, yeah, you should. You need to get this your def- slabbed. This is ASAP.
0: definitely day of the day vibes, uh, Dia de los Muertos, uh, and I collect a lot of them. Uh, there's a lot of them like uh, Lady Mechanica does a lot of them. Coffin Comics does a lot of the uh, Day of the Dead kind of uh, characters. There's an actual character called the um, there's one in Marvel as well. But this one is absolutely gorgeous. When I when, you know, when I saw this, I had to have it. You know, it was, I have a probably about 30 or so covers that are Day of the Dead type uh, uh, covers, um, you know, and, uh, you know, mostly, you uh, coffin comics does a lot of them uh you know uh brian Polito, um, I'm trying to think of the other ones but yeah this is absolutely one of my favorites i show it every year during day of the dead as uh, with some of the the other ones that i have so uh yeah that's our list uh we're gonna go see what's shaking the day boys and girls but before we get to that
1: uh oh, no, segment
0: that uh, has no bumper oh you want to give something away first or uh
1: well, we got
3: giveaways we gotta give we gotta a giveaway all right do you do, man. While I bring up the uh, seamless transitions, seamless transitions is what they call this, right? This is that that high tech, um, high tech stuff we're doing. So I've dropped the comment a couple times in the chat. What we're looking for is, you know, you see the pattern here, right? If you drop a comment on the show when it ends, we're going to use that show to grab to to be the comment picker for the giveaway today. So we're gonna be giving away a book today. What are we giving away today? Right now, TiVo? do you know what we're giving away something, aren't we? He's muted. Hold on a second. Giving away the this set. This set right here. Oh wait, are we giving away book? the book? No, no, that's on Tuesday. That that's next week. That's that's okay. that's Tuesdays. All right. So what do uh, we
2: have Oh, we had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Usagi set, is what we were giving away.
3: Usagi
1: sets tonight. Yes.
3: The Usagi set. All right. Yeah. So let's go over here and see um, how many comments we have now. We had 42 before the show started. I dropped that thing a bunch of times. Hopefully, we got a few more comments now. See, it was regularly 42 right there. We've got 57. Um, We picked up a few more comments. You had plenty of time. We're going to run it right now. And the winner is. Nikki at Comics Addiction with the comment, My favorite was Something Is Killing the Children, which, by the way, I think ran away with the poll, right? Something Is Killing the yeah. Children yeah. was definitely the most popular cover in a Tuesday's show. Nikki at Comics Edition, please reach out to Bird City Comics to have that shipped to you. They're going to need your address. Yeah, I don't think he's in the live chat, but I, what I'll do is uh, hit him up on uh, the YouTube comment itself
0: and tell him to uh, go ahead and uh, hit up Bird City Comics on Instagram, and congratulations. But uh, we're not done giving away stuff, but uh, let me uh, do a seamless transition Seemless here. Transition. And while I'm doing that, um, things Tebow watch that you should watch, sponsored by nobody yet, uh No Bumper or anything, <laughs> is... Uh, no Bumper. Yeah, um everything, everywhere, all at once. I saw it when it came out in the theaters. It's uh, it's winning every award possible. It's a fucking fantastic movie. It'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. It's nihilism. Is isn't it winning all kinds of awards right now? Yes, it is. And you know, shout out to Lee, Lee Hoi Kwan who was uh, who was short round in. Uh, Temple of Doom and also in the Goonies. He played Data. You know, he's winning yeah. awards for this. He stopped acting for 30 over 30 years and got this role. Uh, and he's winning everything because he, first of all, the move to put it, the, it, the movie deals with family multiverse stuff. Um, there's Hong Kong martial arts, there's butt plug fight scene, and of course, fanny pack what? fight scene. What?
2: I I'm not gonna <laughs> spoil it. You guys, yeah, need you see. To, yeah, I think you've got it. It's, I enough. think it's on.
0: I think it's on uh, Amazon so, Prime or something like now. But I definitely definitely need to check out everything, everywhere, all at once. It is a fucking fantastic film. Um, just remember this: there's a line in there that will just, if you, if you don't even shed a little bit of a tear, or feel something. Just remember, laundry and taxes. That's all I'll say without spoiling it. Okay. Right. There's a line in there and he says it and it just, oh my God, it's gut-wrenching. Just go on YouTube and watch people's reactions to it. And they, grown-ass men, are literally crying. But it's also funny. It's also uh, very, um, it's got a lot of action. It deals with multiverse. It deals with a mother-daughter relationship. It deals with a husband and wife relationship. It deals with uh, existentialism. It deals with nihilism. It's it's so good. It's so fucking criminally good that it's it's like man. And you know, the more I read up on Lee Quan, oh, um, he, he Kwan, excuse me. So he got the Goonies, and he kind of went away. He worked behind the scenes. He hadn't really done anything. And then they gave him the Daniels are the directors of this film gave him a chance to do this film, and uh, he also did. Um, fight choreography. Guess what? He was one of the fight choreographers for the first X Men movie.
3: Wow, that's right. Short round, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea. That's incredible, yeah. And the guys from uh,
2: everything, everything
1: Everything? everywhere, all at once.
3: Everything all at once,
0: yes. It is just going if you go in there without knowing anything about it, it, you might get blown away. It is so good. Uh, if you don't move to uh emotion through it or i mean you'll go through the gambit of of emotions of you know of crying laughing and just having a good little time there's good action sequences to it there's it's the best multiverse movie ever uh you know even though i'm partial to dr strange i'm sorry but this is still the best multiverse movie ever it's incredible but uh, let's see what's shaking the day boys and girls. but that's a strong what t will watch that you should watch again I saw one in theaters, and, um, and it only made 107 uh, million dollars. But it's winning everything at the award show right now. Lee, uh, you know, Michelle Yeoh is winning, Jamie Lee Curtis is winning, uh, Kwan is winning, um, uh, Stephanie Sue is winning. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't really pull for movies or an Oscars, but I hope this little film gets it, man, because it's absolutely fantastic. I can't endorse it high enough, man. Uh, watch it, watch it, and rewatch it. All right, let's see what's shaking today, boys and girls. Um, got a little death lock showing up on there. Nine point eight for three grand. Hmm. Does somebody know something? Oh, we love us some goofy Batman covers from the Golden Age. This is uh issue thirteen from nineteen forty-two. A raw dog, twenty-four hundred dollars. Highest value is nineteen thousand two for a nine point four. What,
3: what year? What year was it? 1942 42. 42 that black cover from 1942 yeah, could you right? imagine 9.4 that's in 2014
0: 40. damn that's a long time ago man but uh good luck with that my ghost riders so uh i think i think deadpool and wolverine comics are beginning a, a bump um pretty much hugh jackman has pretty much confirmed that he's going to be in uh deadpool 3 um he's calling it Wolverine 10. <laughs> 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 yeah, but Hugh Jackman was on. He went on CNN and said that he's gonna be in Deadpool 3. So uh I think you're gonna see more of it. So uh uh New Mutants 98, watch that watch out. Look at this. That's a good girl cover, right? Famous yeah. funnies featuring G Buck for all those. first Frank Buck Rogers cover. Ooh,
3: nice.
0: Seventy-two 7,
3: hundred for a 9.2 from what year? This is 1953. 19- 9.2 53.
0: from 1953.
3: That is amazing. Uh a little Morbius there. It, well, I got a question. Go to um, the Spider-Man 135. What is does it show as a key? It does show as a key. What does cover price say about this? I know there's this is one of those debated second cover right? second appearance second of cover. the Punisher. Okay, they're calling it second yeah. cover appearance of Punisher, yeah. And yeah, a tarantula. Works. Don't sleep on the tarantula now. Come on now. I wonder if that's changed recently. I, I remember one point I always thought that that was second Punisher, but it's not its second cover. Yeah. Uh, good old Jughead Comics, Archie's
0: Pal yeah, Jughead. And then- Kind of innuendo do we have here or none? I think, oh, there's the creature from uh, the Black Lagoon. Same, Ronnie. Just how long has it been since you cleaned out your swimming pool? <laughs> oh. And the creature from the Black Lagoon is just hanging out in there. <laughs> Archie's Pal, Jughead Night, for issue 79 from 1961. A raw Dog, Thousand Bones. Not bad at all. I'm telling you, there's there's golden in them heroes, boy. Uh, Gambit getting
3: some love. Damn it, Gambit. Nice. Did you see I posted that on Instagram? Got a lot of Got a lot of feedback on that on what did you think was the f- true first appearance of gambit that or the x-men annual 14. the market is I'm telling insane. you i don't care what people base, say man. i know but based on the comments it's 14 but they don't care they still want 66. Yeah. De- i mean even in cover prices debated first full appearance of Gambit, with x-men
0: annual number 14 uh appears 15, it, 15 panels 15 on nine panels th- yeah but you know, it's just like Hulk 180, 181. I mean, you you know, you want the cover, you want them on the cover, right? Um, right. At least most collectors do. But you know, other people were like, you know, FOMO, and they're gonna buy this one. So, um, oh, I remember these, man. These were so do- these are so cool. All Star Comics number 58. Look at that. Maybe you were too tough for the Justice Society, but <laughs> Mister, now you got to fight the Super Squad. <laughs> First appearance of Power Girl. This is one of the characters I don't think we'll ever see in live action.
3: Uh, Hell, we haven't even seen her
0: in animated, have we? No. no I wouldn't say never. No. I think this will
2: happen.
3: You know, why eventually. why do you say that, you? Well, her costume
2: will Cause, definitely
0: cuz
3: the costume. J- just yeah. cuz the okay. Uh, the,
0: yeah, due to the window into her soul. Yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> a, window <laughs> her, a window to our a window to our heart, excuse me. You I know, uh phrase that. Nice. This is dope. Look at this. Good to see. This this X-Men run is fantastic if you haven't got it, man. First it's always of to thing. see the
3: books you own on the
0: list. <laughs> yeah, I have the X-Men uh X Men are the most comics that I have of anything, of anything. Nice. I have over four fifty four four fifty. Uh, I have an entire long box and then some of X Men. My one of my goals of, of collecting was to get giant size X Men and then ninety four up to like one forty two. Where where it ends with days nice, of the... just pass right. Yeah, and I got all those. And then is I that the end of on. the
3: Claremont run? Wouldn't you go to the end of the Claremont? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that
0: was like those were the most expensive books, right? You know, after yeah. that you can, you know, you you know, you got first appearance Kitty Pride, you got a first appearance of Phoenix, you got a first appearance of Emma Frost. I mean, there's just so many great stories being told in there. So uh yeah, see these Venus Turtles, look at this one, is dope. The
2: last Ronin.
0: Look what is that. This? I remember when
2: that came out. It's really good. I don't
0: remember this one. Nice. IDW, First appearance of Oroku Haruto and Casey Marie Jones. Casey Marie Jones is that Casey Jones' uh,
3: daughter? Daughter? No
0: shit. Mm-hmm. Daughter, have mother. You guys,
2: have you guys read this one?
3: Read, no. issue one. Yeah, read issue one.
0: Yeah, I've read issue one. Yeah, And that's about theory. it. I'm surprised we're not seeing any
3: um, Shazam. It, well, I know, I know books. that the last panel of issue one left you guessing. Yeah. Depending on how you read the comic, how you read that last line. First <laughs> appearance of origin of radar from MASH.
0: No, I'm just kidding. From M- Captain Marvel comics. Uh, interesting enough, you know, that Sh- Shazam Fury of the Gods film. The wait, hold on. So-
2: what is that on the left? Cry for Dawn? What is that? What? sorry? Oh, a
0: that's You didn't up. know about Cry for Dawn? What is this?
2: Oh, no, I didn't oh, know about this. What is this?
3: God. What are you you're this messing is- with? Look at this. This is
2: eighties,
0: nineties, goodness, uh I've never seen it. drew the sexy woman. John was well. all over
3: it too. John in the chase like dawn But the oh thing is, God. I don't <laughs> think
0: he I don't think he was able to draw two eyes because he she always only appears with one eye.
2: What, what, is what is this? What is series about? I Yo, he puts
3: hair over one side of her face. Oh, you're right. He only
0: does
2: yeah. one eye. Yeah,
3: pretty much.
0: Oh
2: my gosh. Okay. Yeah,
3: this
0: was like uh, right in the late '80s, '90s when you know, uh, you know, you know, books like uh, Evangeline and, uh, and I like all these kind of really sexy books yeah, would come out. Listener does still does some covers this very day. a uh, uh, bomb. Yeah, it's not bad at all, bomb. man. Oh look at this one. Famous Monsters of Filmland. For some reason I read Finland. Like really okay, why not? <laughs> finish Monsters. By the way, did, did you see the trailer for the um The Seven Kings Must Die, the Last Kingdom movie comes out pretty no. soon. I, Laura, have you been catching up? Have you been watching Utrud Son of Utrud?
2: No, but no. I finished Bahala. So that's something.
0: That's something, but Last Kingdom is a whole another animal and it's fucking We need all, all this time to watch all these right. things, TiVo. Good Lord. I go to bed at like 2 or 3 a.m. every day. Do you really? <laughs> Yeah, so like mm-hmm. after the news, you know, my girlfriend goes to bed and I'll stay up depending on what it is. And I don't Netflix and chill; I Netflix and pass out. It. <laughs> it's like, you know, and I'll go back the next cycle. Go, I watched these last three episodes. It's like, cause you know, Netflix it has this thing where it just like it can it plays the next episode without you doing anything, right? Yes, yeah, so you can, can chill. <laughs> yeah, or fall asleep. You know, in my or case, you know, I'm like right, I missed yeah. out on things. So uh, yeah, but uh, they finally released the so there's there's five seasons of the Last Kingdom. Uhtred, son of Utrud, Lord of Beddenberg. um Dad, uh, the five seasons are done, and the sixth season, they didn't make it a sixth season, but the sixth season culminates or ends with a movie, uh, and it looks fantastic. But you have to watch them all. T- uh, trust me, it is. is—it is. Yeah, I have to find worth. out what
2: happens to her son. That's huge. So,
0: Yeah, trust me. Okay. It is definitely worth it. Uh, there we go, man. Uh, not bad at all. Well, congratulations, not boys and girls, everybody watching in the live chat. Uh, appreciate you Michael Baker, should I ask a question? You know what? Uh, why don't you guys leave a comment in the live chat and I'm going to give away a copy Ooh. of uh,
3: Gene Walker number one 9.8 On Wait a minute. It, so somebody in the live right now, one of the 116 people in the live. Is oh, should get we give away something in the live
0: chat? Why not? Let's do that. Is that, that what let's, you're talking uh, about?
3: Yeah, yeah, we'll ask a question. I think we should ask a question in the live chat after they give us a few thumbs up. Come on. Let's get a couple <laughs> of likes on this show. Uh, I don't
0: even know where to start, man. Uh, how many like, likes do
3: we have on the show? I don't
2: know. I don't know how you I tell. Don't even have 116 it up. people. Come.
3: Let me Let see. Me what down, should? Uh, it's all right. The rewind crowd's gonna come through. Rewind. All right. Uh, we'll make it easy for you
0: guys. Um, name the two lady DJs that I play on this show.
3: That's tough.
0: Wow. I actually don't
2: know the answer to this.
0: Wow, oh. I know. Is probably I the only tired? one that knows the
3: answer to this one,
0: and you will get a Dreamwalker number one. It's been uh been optioned, gonna be going on Netflix uh sooner than later. Craig 69. Come I know
2: on. one of them, I think
0: I <laughs> played one of them today. Yeah, no, I don't
2: know is that <laughs> one Lady of them? is
0: one. she's one of them but i want you Here's one of them. of them you're halfway there
2: yeah. geek you're halfway I'm there styling but that's close enough
0: all right we'll give hey. it to geek stocks man come on geek yeah.
2: stocks got one yeah, let's go with you know. geek yeah yeah i
0: got it hit me up on instagram and i'll geek. send out the slab courtesy of michael baker who sent me these as a okay so you know i'm gonna run it back and just uh give it back to you guys man this is uh
2: That's so
3: cool. i I'm joking. That's why you got to be in the live chat all the way to the end of the show. You never go, man. When crazy TiVo all hopped up on uh, cough medicine is going to start giving books away. (laughs) Yeah. So the other DJ, it's DJ Lady Styles and DJ Chalet is the other name of Did
2: anybody get both?
0: No. No. I barely ever play the other one, but I can get a lot of DJ. Yeah. Well, kind of. Belcher.
2: That says, see ya.
0: I don't know Chalet. who C.A. is. It's not even close. It's Shale. S- 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 so, uh, But, hey, congratulations to Geek Stocks. Laura, any last
3: words?
2: Guys, make sure that you are subbed to the Bird City text line and follow hmm. on Mrs. Bird City or Bird City Comics either way. Text Tomorrow line. we have our Mighty Morphin Power Rangers 106 and 107 coming out. They will be dropping at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Both of them are li- limited to 500, so we kept the print run really low. And, yeah, do me a favor and share this out to any Power Ranger fans. This is not a title that we're really familiar with. like, We haven't done a lot of these, so the more we can share it around the community, the better. Nice. Yeah.
3: You're muted, Tivo. All right. Thank you,
0: Laura. Make sure you <laughs> guys check out the drop for Bird City Comics. Uh, JB, any last words? <laughs>
3: Yeah, just another fantastic night. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next Tuesday. Uh, Make sure you comment your favorite cover below to be entered into the giveaway on Tuesday. And as always, don't forget, we had a good time. Yeah, for Laura and JB,
0: this is TiVo. Keep digging in them long boxes, and peace out.